Hey everyone, my name is Chadwick David and I'm here with Ian Messenger. Hi there. And you're listening to Small Business Small Talk, powered by Haibu. Today we're with Gina Young, Haibu's Director of Digital Performance. Gina, thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. So I guess to start, I'd like to, you know, try to get to know a little bit more about you. Let us know how you got started here, how long you've been with us. Great, yeah. So um, I have been here for, this is my 13th year here at Haibu. lucky year. Right. 13's lucky at Haibu. Lucky lucky to some people, right? (laughs) So hopefully this is my best year yet. And um, over the course of my career here at Haibu, I've been fortunate enough to work on the operations side of the business and work with teams of many talented individuals that oversee our clients' uh, digital marketing campaigns, all of our digital marketing products. And one of um, you know the, the greatest things about working with this team is that the, the internet and marketing, it's ever-changing, so you're constantly learning and iterating and evolving. And, um, you know, over the course of that time, I've, I've collected some little, <laughs> little nuggets of wisdom. Oh, that's excellent. Feel free to, to jump right in. All right. So um, I have a, you know, kind of a short list of, you know, five of the main things that are common themes that I found when looking at um, a client's digital marketing campaign, what makes it successful. And, um, you know, first I want to talk about the website. I think that it might not be the first area that many would think about when you're thinking about a search marketing campaign or you're thinking about a social campaign or a display campaign. Um, You tend to think about the campaign. Of course. Right. But the website is actually really important. And, um, you know, whoever I'm speaking with, whether it's a team member, whether it's somebody in our sales team, um, whether it's a client of ours, I like to remind them that um, you really want to put yourselves in the customer's shoes. Take that journey and try to take off your biased hat (laughs) of being a business owner or being a digital marketer and, you know, really really experience what they're seeing. You know, if you've got somebody who's standing in a foot of water in their basement um, and they need a, you know, a company to come out and do some restoration or some flood damage or something like that, um, you're really not going to want to have this, like, beautiful, aesthetically appealing, all these images flashing in front of them. They just want your phone number. Right, right. They just want to know, I want your phone number and I want to know if you can come out and service me right now. My feet are wet. I'm trying to (laughs) get them dry. How do I do exactly. that? Um, so when uh, when the question comes to me, you know, is this campaign working as best as it should be? Or, hey, my expectations are that it should be working better. What can you do to help? Uh, the website's really, you know, one of the places that I go to. And, um, you know, first and foremost, there's the obvious. Let's make sure all the tracking's in place so that the <laughs> campaign's getting credit, right? Um but really, you know, fundamentally what it comes down to is if the site itself isn't set up to convert, the marketing campaign can send you all the greatest leads possible, right. and they're never going to call you if they can't find your phone number. Right, so. and I think that's something that, that's easy to overlook. I mean, there's there's so many intricacies that go into the actual search campaign, or if anyone out there doesn't know, search campaign is synonymous with pay-per-click campaign, PPC campaign, yep. maybe you've heard of it SEM as campaign. SEM campaign, <laughs> right, Google AdWords is one of the programs. Mm-hmm. That, now know, called Google Ads, it's yes. not even Google AdWords yes. anymore. So yeah. lots, of, lots of different synonyms here, but it's, it's one of the things that gets overlooked because there's so many things that go into, you know, the, the choosing the keywords and the negative keywords and the ad groups and the, the bidding and the budget and everything, but at the end of the day, those ads are clicking through to your website. And if that website isn't, you know, airtight, 
it's not going to do you any good. No, that's, a, have, that's a waste you, of effort. Right. Like you said, you can have the best campaign in the world, but if they get to the destination and go, well, that's not what I was looking for, it's it's right. not, you know, it's not going to do I, anything. I can't find the phone number. Sure. Or I have no idea how right. to, right, do they, are they open 24 hours a day? I don't have the time to, like, dig through this website to find out. Right, because now it's a foot and a half of water. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, um, while we're talking about phone calls, that segues me right into the next tip that I have for you, and that is, um, you know, for a service-based businesses, calls are really important, you right. know, to go back to my example of, um, you know, the person that's standing in food water in their basement, um, you're you're not going to fill out a lead form and wait for somebody to come back no. to you, right? Phone calls are really important. And there's really no set standard for um, what is acceptable, and that's probably the most common question that I get asked. Like, if I'm a, you know, I'll, I'll go off of my um, example and go into another area. If I'm a lawyer, right, well. and... Um, and I'm in a major metropolitan area like Philadelphia, uh, they tend to want to know, well, how many phone calls am I going to get for my $1,000 budget in Philadelphia? And I can't, I can't tell you. There's so many <laughs> variables that go into it. Right. So, um, you know, really just knowing, you know, of the traffic that we're sending to the website, mm-hmm. what percentage of those clicks are converting into phone calls is a really important metric because it puts cost aside, it puts some of those variables aside, and it just says, you know, of the types of people that are interested in learning more about my business, are they taking the next step in calling? Right. Um, and, you know, so when I see a campaign that has a really strong click-to-call ratio where we're converting a very high percentage of those clicks into phone calls, and yet the feedback is that it's still not working, that's when I really say, you know, if you have the ability to listen to those calls, you should really go in and listen to them. And I've seen many examples where, you know, the uh, office manager that's picking up the phone, and there's a disconnect with, right. you know, the business owner. And, um, and I had this with a pest control campaign where every time, you know, we would drive clicks to the website and people were looking for, um, you know, raccoon removal or <laughs> raccoon trapping, the office manager was like, oh, I'm sorry, we don't do that. Ah. And, you know, meanwhile, I gave that feedback to the business owner and he was like, whoa, we absolutely do that. And, you know, <laughs> furthermore, it's on the website. Right. What am I doing <laughs> with all these raccoons in my office then? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And that's obviously a pretty egregious example, um, but there, you know, there's a lot that can be found in listening to the call recordings. Um, so if, if a client has that ability, there's there's gold to be found in there, and um, it could be anything. It could be, you know, really just understanding how long it takes from ring to answer. Because in this world of immediate gratification, people want to make sure that they reach you, um, you know, within a respectable <laughs> amount of time. Definitely. So you know, there's a there's really a lot to um, you know, make sure that everything's in sync there. Sure, sure. And I imagine there's, there's a, like you said about, you know, call to kind of the, the amount of times that it, it rings. If you're using the right sort of technology behind the scenes to do call recording, right, you're not only going to see the calls that were successful, the calls where it took, you know, a long time for them to pick up. You'll be able to listen to ones where maybe they gave the wrong information or incomplete information. You'll also see how many calls go unanswered. I mean, it might be a simple case of, listen, we're driving calls. You don't have enough people answering the phones to keep up with it. Right. So that's, you know, another another factor that can make it look like it's, quote, unquote, not working when actually the, the campaign is delivering everything it should. But maybe there's something that needs to be worked out in the kind of the back office to facilitate that turning into a, a new customer. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, and along those same lines, it kind of rolls into the next tip that I have about the services that a client offers. And, 
um, you know, and how that can have a, a drastic impact on the campaign. And I think it's all too often that, you know, business owners, if they're, you know, running a campaign themselves or if they come to us for help, there's an exchange of information that happens. And, you know, we can assume that a personal energy attorney wants to advertise every service that they offer. You know, that's what they do. Right. Um, so why wouldn't they want to advertise? But if you really talk to the client about, well, what do you make the most money on? What kinds of leads are you most interested in? Or what are you most passionate about? Or, you know, whatever type of business it is. And I think that, um, you know, explaining that within a campaign, don't feel obligated to advertise every service that is available on the website um, is really an important factor because it's going to have um, a big weight on campaign success. And, you know, running with the attorney example, um, personal injury attorneys uh, would likely be more interested in a slip and fall case than a dog bite case. Gotcha. So, you know, when you have that in mind um, and maybe they don't have the largest budget, you could, you know, really help, you know, hone the campaign into a service area that makes more profit for them. And, um, you know, also brings them, you know, potentially a higher click-to-call ratio. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, so from what I'm hearing, it's like having that knowledge about your own business and knowing, like, these are the services or the products that I offer that are driving the most value for my business. Doubling down on those things is probably more valuable to your business than, like you said, spreading it out across everything that you do. And it's not a missed opportunity. It's really just you accentuating what works and not sort of spending money on stuff that's not working as well. Exactly. Very few clients in my career have had um, an unlimited budget to advertise. And the universe of clicks that are out there, um, very few people can afford. So if you had to choose what type of lead that you had coming into your business, um, let's go for the ones that make the most money, right? Right. You're listening to Small Business Small Talk, powered by Haibu. Haibu is the country's leading provider of synchronized digital marketing for small businesses, delivering more visibility, more visitors, more leads, and more customers. Visit us today at Haibu.com, H-I-B-U, Haibu.com. And we're back with Gina Young, Haibu's Director of Digital Performance, and we're talking about five tips for campaign success. Um, so next, I would like to talk about the ad text or ad copy. Um, this is really the wording that goes into the campaign. It's the first thing the clients, uh, that a customer sees of your client, right? So when, um, when you're looking at the ad text, we here at Haibu focus on the squat factors, and the squat factors are speed, quality, offers, and testimonials. And these factors are very important into an ad because to go back to our very first example about you're standing in a foot of water in your basement, speed is obviously very important. You're going to pass through any ad that doesn't say that they provide emergency services or, um, you know, same-day service, you know, this type of... You don't need a free testimonial or a free, uh, uh, you know... (laughs) Free estimate, uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right. That's not going to do you any good right now. Exactly. Um, And, you know, when it comes to quality, sometimes you, you know... Customers are always going to look for quality, but it might not be the first thing they're looking for, again, if if speed is really what they need. Mm-hmm. So quality statements are important. Um, having offers are important. But, again, if you're... If you don't need the $50 off coupon because you need somebody out now, then let's focus on, you know, speed over offer. Um, It's difficult to put all four into an ad. (laughs) I think that that is, um, you know, maybe a common misconception that 
you know, customers are going to be looking for one of the four, two of the four, or when they get to the website, they can find the rest. Mm -hmm. And that is what's most important. Um, So here at Hybu, one of the things that I always advise my team is that we can, you know, set up a, a client's campaign with all of the best practices, everything that our you know partners in Google and, and the other vendors that we work with tell us um, and change every day, <laughs> uh, what <laughs> makes a campaign very successful. Um, but I think what really is important is to remember that the competitors are all going to be doing the same thing. They're going to be constantly iterating and changing to make sure that their ad stands out the best. Right. So if you're setting up your ad with all of the squat factors um, and the appropriate extensions and everything that goes into making an excellent campaign on day one, constantly revisit that. And that is where I feel like, um, you know, my team here, we're able to differentiate ourselves because we constantly go in and we check the campaigns, but also, um, consistently iterate and edit the ads to make sure that we're staying relevant to the competition that they're appearing alongside of on the page. And it's also an easy way if you're, you know, uh, considering a search campaign or, or, you know, even considering trying to run your own search campaign, it's a great kind of gut check. I mean, it's very easy to go to Google and say, hey, I'm a landscaper. I do hardscaping. Let me type that in and see what shows up. And if you, it doesn't take a lot of detective work to see other ads where it's like, oh, well, these other guys in my area offer 20% off. I'm not doing that. Or these guys work Sundays. I don't work Sundays. It can kind of be a good a good way to just check yourself and say, can I compete in this space exactly. if I can't meter beat those other yeah. SWAT factors? And we're not saying that if your closest competitor is offering a $50 off coupon that you need to offer a $60 sure. off coupon. No. We're just saying let's change the ad to focus on another one of the SWAT right. factors. Right. Let's focus on your speed. Let's focus on the fact that you've been in business for 50 years. Let's focus on you know that you're the um, award winner for your county in right. the last year for you know best in class service. So right. I think that it's you know it's really important that competition isn't a you know a one to one comparison there. It's not who has the most percentage off in a discount. It's um, you know what who has the most appealing ad to the customer. Right. It's not a game of escalating. Exactly. Of, right. Because eventually you end up at a hundred, and then <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And then who's going to give me the service for free? <laughs> exactly. Right. Eventually, it's I will landscape and pay you. Yeah. To do it. <laughs> That's how good this is. Yeah. And, and I mean, and something else you said that really I think resonated and 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 deserves sort of more attention is that it's not a set it and forget it type of situation. It's not just like, I've got them out there, you wash your hands and you walk away. It's this constant like going back, reevaluation, seeing where, how it's helped, seeing uh, if you need to change up your approach. And uh, yeah, I think it's, it's important to note that it, you, it requires constant attention. Exactly. Right. Especially for kind of local service businesses like we deal with. I mean, it's not... Uh, you know, there's there's seasonal specials, there's there's sales, there's you know, I'm I'm sure there's probably an uptick in you know paid search ads after a big snowstorm for you know folks that do snow plowing. It's it's a, a moving target that you have to keep your eye on. I mean, if you're a you know I don't know a Walmart or a Target, like there probably isn't going to be a, another competitor <laughs> tomorrow. But right. if you're in the local service sector, there there could be there could be you know someone yeah. who got a couple trucks and now they're doing this too. So you've really got to keep your eye on it. Exactly, and um, and that's actually a nice point um, for me to highlight as well. That when you're a you know a brick and mortar business, and somebody's driving down the street, and you can see all the businesses, you, you know there might be a Walmart next to a Home Depot, and there might be a Home Depot um, next to you know on a Lowe's or. There might be a Home Depot near Lowe's in the same vicinity, um, but online. 
it's all about impression share and who has the ability to participate in that auction of advertising mm-hmm. in that moment. So the the consumer will see who has the budget to appear in that moment. And if you're looking for, um, you know, a personal injury attorney in Philadelphia, there might be quite a few competitors showing that later in the day have run out of budget and then there's less competitors showing. So depending on the time of the day that somebody's looking, you could see an entirely different mix of ads. So being prepared for that um, is important. And when I'm doing an analysis of a campaign, um, that's called impression share too. So when you're looking at how much budget you have, and then do you have the ability to show up for all of the searches that are happening in an area um, that you're advertising in, um, you know, that ratio is impression share. And it's really important, because as I said earlier, not every client has the luxury of having enough budget to buy every single click that there could possibly be in their universe. And um, what's really important with, you know, knowing that you have low impression share is then what do you do with that information? So there's a couple of different uh, opportunities that can happen when you have a low impression share. uh, You could look at increasing your budget, right? Not everybody has that luxury. And since we know that, we also recommend that you could limit the geo coverage area. So if you're a personal injury attorney in Philadelphia, Philadelphia is an expensive market. If you have the ability to do the suburban areas around Philadelphia, mm-hmm. maybe you focus your budget there. Um, and then you could gain higher impression share in that smaller geographic area. Right. You're listening to Small Business Small Talk, powered by Haibu. Haibu builds synchronized digital marketing solutions for small businesses across America. Your website, online listings, reviews, search, display, and more, all working together to maximize your results. Visit us today at Haibu.com, H-I-B-U, Haibu.com. We're back with Gina Young, Haibu's Director of Digital Performance, talking about five tips for campaign success. Ian, you, you brought up bids earlier, which is really important because, um, you know, depending on where you're at in the auction, you could be spending a lot of money for clicks, um, certain keywords, uh, the search terms that somebody's going to be typing into the into the browser. Um, if you're a personal injury attorney, the word personal injury attorney is going to be a really expensive keyword. <laughs> um, you know, but slip and fall or car accident or something that is a little bit less related to the word personal injury attorney, Mm -hmm. the longer tail you go out with that, the less expensive it could be. And you could also put caps on those words. So, you know, understanding um, where your bids are in relation to your budget is also contributing to impression share. And then lastly, um, and I touched on this earlier, is don't feel the need to advertise every service that you have. If you don't have enough budget and that means you have low impression share, really paring down the services that are being advertised in the campaign and focusing on you know one profit center um, or two or three or whatever you, know, you can afford uh, could really have an impact on the campaign as well. Yeah, it sounds like impression share is, is really influenced by what we were talking about earlier with really knowing your business. You know, right. if, if you know that, you know, right, I don't want to focus on these areas, they're not my profit centers, or, or maybe I don't want to focus on these right now because I don't have the budget or it's not, not the time of year that this is especially relevant. Um, you know, even things like knowing that, hey, I can target the suburbs because I actually get a lot of clients from out there, or maybe I make more money off of, you know, right. clients outside the city limit. So it's it's... It's interesting how many of the kind of, uh, I don't want to say quick fixes, but I will, quick fixes for impression <laughs> share are influenced by, you've really got to know both your business and kind of the marketplace that your business operates in to be able to adjust on the fly if you're not getting the, uh, 
you know, the, the footprint that you want. Exactly. All right. So to wrap everything up into sort of a nice, neat package, um, we've gone through a lot here. And, and, and looking back at the top, you mentioned, you know, you have to take a look at your website. You need to be aware of your click-to-call ratio and how, how that can affect uh, the, your, your returns. Uh, take a look at your profit centers. Be aware and, and, uh, of your ad text and the copy. And with all of that being said, is there anything else you wanted to add? Absolutely. So I think that, you know, I, I tried to pare it down to, you know, foundationally, what are the things that could make a successful campaign? But, um, you know, truthfully, what, you know, myself and my team here at Haibu, what we do is really dive into the analytics. So everything that we talked about today is really important to make sure that the foundation of the of the campaign is all, you know, working like a well-oiled machine, um, you know, but really diving into the analytics is important too. And there's a whole other list of things <laughs> that could go into that. Yeah. Um, you know, so really, um, I'm just grateful for the time here and able to share some of the expertise that um, my team and I uh, have been doing here for the last decade. Well, Gina, I can't thank you enough for joining us. And thanks to all of you for listening to this episode of Small Business Small Talk powered by Haibu. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe and make sure you don't miss the next episode. And feel free to drop us a review. We'd love to hear your feedback and it really helps the show. Small Business Small Talk out. Thanks for listening to this episode of Small Business Small Talk powered by Haibu. Haibu is a leading provider of synchronized digital marketing for small businesses across America. With Haibu, you get all the digital marketing your business needs, all from a single provider, all working together to maximize results. Visit us today at Haibu.com, H-I-B-U, Haibu.com.